0: This Future CEO's conversation is brought to you by Careers24. Careers24 Careers24.com. Get a career you can be proud of.
1: Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com Welcome to future CEOs, it's good to have you here, and then, of course, welcome to our panel members. I'm not going to introduce you too much, I actually am interested to see how you guys introduce yourself, and if you leave anything out, I'll I'll (laughs) brag for you, but, Adrian, let's start with you, so this is Adrian, he's going to tell you why you should be listening to him around the question of to MBA or not to MBA, why should we listen to you, Adrian?
2: Uh, this is not what you said would happen. You said you'd introduce us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry.
2: Yeah, I've been in the leadership space for many years, a business called Leadership Platform, and also run a show on Cliff Central called uh, Leadership Platform on Mondays, 12 o'clock, where we interview top leaders from Kalema Mutlante to CEOs to all those, those uh, men and women. Yeah, and work with leaders one-on-one on, on, on a regular basis, write about leadership. Just, that's, that's
1: just number of, drop. Tell us how many leaders you've spoken to, because your career, yeah. your, your meeting or interacting with leaders' career spans a long time. How, what's your number?
2: I have no... You stop counting. Hundreds. And, yeah, it,
1: hundreds. and it literally is hundreds,
2: so I mean... If, yeah, you if could say thousands in some ways, but... Yeah. And then written a few books. Uh, Seamless Leadership is the one book that I put on the shelf last year. And we try and, and, you know, we try and share what we learn about leadership. So I'll, I know some of the leaders that he's met, so we'll ask a few more specific
1: questions, but any big brand that you know, Arjun has probably met either the, the chairman, some of the senior executives, or the CEO, and, and interacted with them, finding out about what really is happening at that level with regards to leadership. Now, Mark, I don't know how many people were here for your previous presentation. Do you want to just introduce yourself again?
0: Yeah, um, my name is Mark Privett. I'm the general manager of, of Red 24 it's quite difficult to go after Adrian with such an impressive CV. The reason why I'm on this panel, I guess, is because we are one of the leading job boards in the country. We interact with recruiters, with companies all the time, as well as with job seekers. So we have a bit of a view on whether or not you should be doing your MBA.
1: Now, remember, that this is an interactive discussion. So if you guys want to ask questions, you really, really must. We've got a mic that's going to be roaming around. Ask the hard questions. That's why they're here. They didn't come here to to speak the fluffy stuff. You're going to ask, uh, you want the hard questions, right? Sure. Let's begin with a very, very simple question, which is your position on MBAs. And we'll see how that then maybe evolves or or comes into the conversation. Audrey in your position, do we MBA or don't we MBA? After meeting literally hundreds of CEOs, what do you think?
2: Yeah, so so there's a short answer, then there's a political answer. You know how it goes, politically correct or balanced answer. the short answer is really no, but the the real answer is is you must be clear about your motive as to why you're doing an MBA. If you think it's going to make you a better leader, sorry, it's not. Uh, Leadership is not about that academic qualification. It's not about any of the content in there. It's not about having the three letters behind your name. It's not about any of that. So, if you want a general knowledge about business, sure. But again, I, I have a lot of other views around MBA, which I think also refutes the need for it. I think it's oversold, over marketed, over priced, over almost over anything, over branded. And most of your top leaders don't have an MBA. And Zuma doesn't have one. I've met him. I've interviewed him. Um, I sat with him alone. I lots of views, but he doesn't have an MBA.
1: Well, anyway, let's not talk <laughs> too, too long. That comment, the way that he's introduced his position here, is probably why we don't have a, one of the leaders of a business school here, because we don't want to ruffle too many feathers. We, don't want, we wanted to have a healthy debate, but we, we have to expose the other side of this. Mark,
0: what is your position? My opinion is you. quite similar, to be honest. Um, I think I you have to understand why you want to do an MBA. I think people often do it for the wrong reasons. And I think what you get out of an MBA in many cases, like Adrian said, is really, really oversold. And there are easier and better and more efficient ways of getting that basis and that education for you. But there are certain cases where an MBA does make sense, and I'll speak about those a little bit later.
1: Remember, it's an interactive discussion. If you have questions, please just raise your hand and we'll get the mic to you. Are there any questions at this particular point? Does anyone just want to simply ask why they have that position, or are we, are we happy? Can I move on?
2: Okay. It would be interesting to say, raise your hands, NBA yes and NBA no. Well, there we go, let's do it.
1: MBA, MBA yes. I'd be interested now to ask why. NBA no. Again, I'd be very interested to ask About why. About the same, yeah. It is, it is very simple. Fence <laughs> Yeah, there were some of those, weren't there? Let's take up uh, a position on MBA Yes, then let's take up a position on a- MBA No, and let's take up then our real position, and please interact with us as we do that. So
2: MBA Yes, what does an MBA really offer? One of the things that, um, that an MBA offers, like a lot of other qualifications, is the discipline that you will acquire. It is the uh, street-wiseness that you might pick up. It's the network you will build. It's the group conversations. It's the pressure you're under. It's a lot of the attributes that you need as a leader. It's a spin-off of an MBA. So, so it's what you make of an MBA. A lot of MBAs, your lecturers are consultants. And the people in front of them are, in fact, executives very often. So the relationship is a very strange one, let me tell you. Uh, because a lot of these lecturers would like to do business with some of the students in the classroom. I've seen that happen. So it it really is about your astuteness, your um, interpersonal skills that you develop in the process, how you absorb pressure, the pressure on your family, the pressure on your job, the pressure on, on everyday life as you do the MBA. Some MBAs start off bragging about the fact that they are going to put pressure on your marriage and that's just the worst thing to say, but that's true. So, I think, um, like most studies, I just quickly want to share this. I, I remember interviewing Edward de Bono. I don't know who of you have heard of him. And uh, he's, I think, quite negative about things like um, MBA. And, and he spoke to a professor at Oxford. And he said, Professor, tell me something. You think you generate very bright students and executives into the future. He said, What happens if a very bright person walks underneath a bridge and they walk? Through to the other side of the bridge are they still bright are they still sharp are they still intelligent he said yes he said well that's what oxford is like you get the best brightest students you can find you put them through oxford then you brag about how much you did for them but it's the same student they're still bright you didn't change their brain i mean it's a very cynical view but but that's kind of what mba can 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 be like so for me it's the interpersonal skills and attributes that you develop as you do the mba the the knowledge i promise you you can't get through all the work like in most degrees if you really work well with electra I'm, I'm being cynical, then you can find out what the questions will be in the exam sometimes. It really is about your interpersonal skills and MBA, it's not about the knowledge so much.
1: There are some, some really fantastic, as you call them, spinoffs, maybe sometimes not the direct results that we always want. MBA yes, Mark, MBA yes. yes. Um,
0: so definitely the, the network is something that is bragged a lot about, but once again, it's about the person who's doing the MBA. Are they able to build a network? Are they made, able to make the most of the opportunity of the network, of the experience of doing the, of the MBA? Once again, you, you carry those skills into the course and if you don't have them, you're not gonna be taught them, they will not come out. Now, I guess in many ways, we might be
1: forced to interact in a certain kind of way. So that will enhance our interpersonal skills. But as you've rightly said, if you don't enter the door with a certain kind of outlook or a certain kind of expectation, you're gonna be disappointed. How many people here in the room are introverts? Introverts, raise your hands, I'm an introvert. Oh, look at that, another introvert. How many people are extroverts? That's (laughs) definitely an extrovert. (laughs) Why am I asking this question? Well, because we're gonna walk in with different expectations. And so I'd be very interested to be able to find out what the extroverts' expectations are of an MBA and what the introverts' expectations are. And I can guarantee you that the introverts is probably quite interested in learning the language of finance versus maybe an extrovert, which is maybe a little bit different, but I can't speak for you because I don't know. I'm an introvert. Here's a question. Hi, my name is Tracy. Can you Uh, just put the mic a little bit um, closer? Thank you. Hi. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, My question is, I'm at a not sure stage right now whether to MBA or not to MBA, but what I'm seeing around me is um, some of the leaders, the upcoming leaders have MBAs, and my fear is I don't want to get to a point where I'm, I'm... I'm at the top and there's a candidate who has an MBA and I lose the position because I don't have it. However, in my line of work, um, I'm in marketing and I'm kind of like, I don't really need it. But like, how do I, how do I balance that? The fear of not getting a top job just because I don't have it. I don't have the MBA.
2: Can I jump in? Can can you see what happens there? You already look at your motive for doing an MBA. What is your motive? It's it's, it's sort of to be on par with another candidate for a next step. It's it's not necessary for the knowledge. And it can be. Uh, People who have really gotten a lot out of an MBA are those who could take two years sabbatical or a year sabbatical and do it flat out full time. Those are people I have found who really, really benefited from it. When you do it part time, then other skills come into play. So if you wanted to, to implement a huge amount of energy and a hell of a lot of money to be able to compare. That's why I started mine, by the way, which...
1: Hold on hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold
2: on, Which doesn't are matter. You,
1: are you saying you started an MBA, <laughs> yeah. but so, you didn't finish it, and, that's, and you're sitting here anti-MBA?
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: I guess we can can laugh about it, but it's a very interesting perspective, isn't it? So we have someone that's meeting CEOs that is looking into the leadership teams of large organizations, started an MBA with a certain kind of expectation, and then didn't finish it. Why? Because actually it wasn't matching what he was seeing in the real boardroom, I guess, right? I
2: would say I started my MBA simply, I looked for one that fit my schedule, and I wanted the three letters, and I wanted to do it for the reason you may be considering to do it and I finished all the subjects, got through them, and um, anyway, long story, I didn't do my dissertation. And, and I've never looked back, uh, to, be, to be very honest. So if you wanted to do it simply so that you can be a, a good candidate, so that you can at least have the credentials for your foot in the door, that sort of thing, well, go for it. It's a lot of money and a lot of time. I think, here's my view, is I think there was a time when it was fairly simple for someone who's a damn good leader, to move from one industry to the next and and take your universal leadership skills with you and your MBA skills and so on. The world has become so complex and so technical and so specialized that if you had to rather go and do a master's degree in engineering or a PhD and work on your leadership skills on the side and while you work in the business, you learn the business skills anyway, how to read a balance sheet or whatever it is and HR practices in practice, you learn those skills, I think you would do better. It's uh, much nicer to have a a doctor so-and-so as a CEO of a large company than a so-and-so with an MBA. And MBA has become quite common. So be very careful as to why you want to do it. Can you do it full-time? I'd say if you can, great. If not, think very carefully.
1: Mark, so you're seeing data... On the careers 24 side you get to see data you get to understand who's coming through the platform what they're looking for from a recruitment perspective because you also then represent various organizations what are you really seeing coming through you're a trend man i know you like trends so let's let's talk a couple of trends sure
0: so definitely from what i see on the um on the recruitment side of it there are two schools of thought you get large organizations who revere an mba they're generally multinational organizations But generally, when they're looking for an MBA, they're looking for somebody who has another specialization with an MBA. And that's generally what we we tend to find. And then on the flip side of the coin, you you get a lot of organizations who don't really care, to be quite frank. So it's it's really horses for courses. So so my view is this. If you're looking at working for a multinational, large organization that puts emphasis on an MBA and on, on that basis or that foundation that an MBA gives you, then by all means go for it. But then
2: I would also suggest that you get them to pay for it. But then you get into this, this spin of, of deciding which MBA. And then some organizations would be so clinical about it and so, what's the right word, uh, stuck up about it. Pedantic. That method. they look at where did you do your MBA? Is it UCT or is it through Harvard or is it this? It just becomes a never-ending cycle in, in some ways. And in the end, when you get the damn job, guess what? It's about whether you can create movement. It's about whether you can actually create the performance. Can you make things happen? Can you actually deliver the results? And I promise you, an MBA does not teach you to create movement. It does not teach you to engage human beings, to inspire them, to motivate them, to carve out a strategy with your team, to be inclusive, to be tough when you need to be tough. And but to hold, on, difficult hold on, hold on,
1: Adrian. Uh, they're saying that they do do that though. So there are modules on strategy. There are modules on innovation. Uh, what do you have to say to that rebuttal? Yeah, and, and then, uh,
2: uh, 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 and, Uh, Business school would say that we have a subject on leadership. Uh, You know, it takes years and years and years of almost brainwashing for someone to become a good engineer. And then we want to put them through one module on leadership or a six-week program on leadership in the corporate environment and think that's going to change them, make them leaders. It doesn't happen. Leadership is 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 a lifelong process, but you have to realize that your first career is leadership, your first profession is leadership, and you have to study it and become a student of it. Uh, you you can't do modules on it or read a book on it and become a leader. But that's
1: based, your statement is based on your definition of leadership which I know which is leaders are in the business of movement. And so what you're saying is your first career or or first position is that of creating movement in whatever environment that you're in. And again, your position here is clear that an MBA is not going to necessarily do that. Maybe enhance it.
0: How are you feeling about this? So um, in in many aspects I agree with you. So for me, I think if you show movement within an organization, within a career, I think it holds a lot more value than it would, uh, than an MBA would, because that's what people are looking for. You are only as good as your track record. I spoke about it a bit earlier in my, my, previous, uh, my previous talk, Your track record speaks far more volumes than your your degree, in my opinion. And what I would do is focus on a track record, focus on making a difference and showing value and that, that's what's going to stand you in good stead.
1: We've learned over time, I think, interacting with with senior leaders, that there are only a few fundamentals that actually make you stand out. You want to be able to be seen in a certain kind of light. Or in other words, and this is the key word, you want to be trusted. You want to be trusted that you can do a job. And an MBA sometimes bridges that gap of trust right on the outset without you having to say any words. You just say M. B-A. And you pointed yourself, and they say, okay, wait, I can trust you to deliver. I mean, is that accurate? Yeah,
2: it- um, I, I want to caution against what I call the MBA syndrome. If you do do an MBA, you know, I've seen this um, fairly young individual in the corporate environment who do an MBA, and as they finish the HR module, they think they can now advise the HR director of the business. Or as they just complete the marketing module, they think they can now go to the marketing executive and tell the marketing executive how to, how to market this company. Watch out for that syndrome. Or you, you're just about halfway through your MBA and you already have your CV in the market. and You think the market's is going to suck you up and, and pay you double your salary. I'm sorry, it doesn't happen that way. Uh, the world has changed a great deal. In a moment, I will share. I mean, honestly, I think business schools are under huge pressure. Business schools struggle to evolve their curriculum fast enough for the world, the evolution in the world out there. And, and that's any university's problem, is the fact that they cannot make their Their curriculum as real as it ought to be for the real world they cannot I mean there's bureaucracy in changing a curriculum at any university it could take you a year or two to change change it I do think they're trying to be more real-time they are bringing real leaders into conversations they bring uh, practical um, consultants into the lecturing room so they're doing a lot of things to try and help and that's just a little bit positive for in case there's a business school person here so there's a lot of good and I think they're trying But I promise you, the world is so dynamic. I mean, we see the banking crisis. We see the global economy, huge businesses tumbling. And who's running them? Very often it's MBAs, Harvard MBAs. So you ask a lot of questions, and we all are asking a lot of questions these days about how relevant MBAs are, how powerful are they? Are they on the button? Are they really helping us lead better? And in general, they're not.
1: I do like this idea, and I've, I've said it in other, other sessions as well, is what questions are you asking? And if you can ask the right questions without an MBA, then you don't need the MBA. But if you need an MBA to help you inform the kind of questions that you're asking, in that case, do an MBA. We've got a question. I think it's for you,
0: Mark.
2: Uh, mine is more of
0: a comment. My name is Banele.
2: I was fortunate enough
0: to be employed and be in a management position at a very young age simply because my boss thinks I am smart. And compared to the time when I became the manager at the time without education and now that I'm studying, I'm doing my BBA now with Regenesis. And it's completely different. I'm a different manager now than what I was then. And I really think you should do your MBA simply because the skills that you are getting taught there, the theory, it challenges one to try to implement it in your daily work. So I feel like it's not a waste of time. You should do it. Absolutely. And you've hit the nail on the head. It's, it's context, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, definitely. So I'll always say that it is a great basis. It's a great foundation. It, it helps you think in certain ways. Um, it, it's, but. An, an MBA is an administrative degree, right, and I think that's the point. It's not a strategy degree, it's not a leadership degree, and that's the thing that, that, that I think sometimes people misunderstand. It's not going to give you that elevator to the top. It is a starting point in many ways. I think it's also important
1: that we must identify that there are different levels in an organisation, there's strata, and so at this point, which may be closer to the bottom, you're going to get a little bit of a a rocket ship kind of effect out of uh, having a certain degree or certain kind of knowledge, a certain technical aspect in your arsenal, perhaps we can say it that way. But Adrian, he's asked this question to many, many CEOs and you can give their answer, but the question that he's asked was, at the beginning of your career, what percentage of it was technical and what was leadership based? And then now that you're in the CEO position, what percentage is technical and what percentage is leadership based? You want to just share the answer because it's, it's insightful. So your point is well taken. You mustn't we're not disagreeing. Uh, I think that we must just look at the organization and your career in phases. Yeah, the, the it answer? really
2: comes down to your motive for doing it. Uh, I know I'm digressing, but I have a friend who did currency trading and he told me how he was trained to become a, become a currency trader and they would show you the theory and you would see it all on the screens and everything. And then once you know how to trade, they they would put you on a live screen and you would trade, but you're not live. That makes sense, but you're playing with real numbers. And he says, you coin it. You make money, you pocket it. He says, in the next moment, they take it up a, a notch and it becomes real and you play with your money. He says, and suddenly you just lose. Yesterday I was playing with live figures, but not with my money. Today, I play with live figures and I play with my money. And now suddenly I lose. And that's often the difference between an MBA where you do case studies. And a lot of debates about case studies. And you think you can come to your business and implement those case studies. Not always that easy in the real life. That jumped from debating a case study to doing the real thing with so many dynamics and factors. You can't even compare. So one must always know why you're doing an MBA. Yes, I mean, just on your, on your statement there, um, When you talk to any CEO, you'd say, what percentage of your job is leadership? What percentage is technical? So they'll agree that 90% of their job is leadership. And then you would ask them, okay, and your level, we report to you. And they would say to you, well, 80% leadership, 20% technical. So we have a huge lack in our society in the understanding of what leadership is. And there is really a belief that you can actually do an MBA and that will turn you into a leader. We must be careful of that belief. Okay, It does give you an overview of business, but it's not the Alpha and the Omega.
1: Are there other questions? There's another question. There's, Hi. Let's see if we can get
2: through some of these. Sorry. Historically, the MBA has held prestige, if I may say, over prestige. other... Yeah, um, as the top uh, business qualification over other management uh, studies. For instance, um, what's your take in, say, post-grad, uh, post-grad studies, say... In comparison, uh, the Masters of Management, uh, Masters of Finance, um, the, a doctorate in Business Administration and so forth. Uh, how do companies view the various qualifications um, in, in today's world?
0: So uh, it really depends on the company, the organization and what they do, right? So of course, people, um, companies are looking for specialists. Once again, I, just to reiterate, in my opinion, and this is an opinion, um, an MBA is a good foundation and it's a good solid, spread foundation, and that's what's good about it, right? So you get insights into many, many aspects of what it's like to run a business. And that's why, that's where the strength of an MBA lies. If you're in an organization that is a specialist organization, they would be looking for for specialist degrees. And so if, the, if you, they would, I'm sure, in many cases, look for a, a specialist a master's degree.
1: I really think that all of you must please listen to the conversations that we've had throughout the day because what we're doing, again, in making certain statements is we're actually asking questions. Why are we doing this? What's the point? Where's my career going? And you have to look ahead. If you've got a strategy in mind for your career, then you're on the the right track. If you're going day by day and are participating in this conversation, well then I hope that what you take from this is that there should be a strategy that you're looking to or using and that will inform whether you need an MBA or not. It's difficult to give you definitive answers without knowing who you specifically are and what your strategy is. But listen to some of the other conversations. There was someone that is called a career strategist and she gave some good insights earlier on today. We've got another question. Uh, Adrian, I heard you say that the MBA cannot really turn you into a leader, but can it really change your technical skills? For example, I'm from an engineering background and
2: I like to change to finance. Will an MBA help me in that regard, and is it good to do an MBA in that instance? Uh, I guess one would want to know more as to the shift that you're making. I think one of the greatest combinations, potentially, is engineering and MBA. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons you do an MBA is critical thinking, and in, engineering is a brilliant degree on, on which you can build with an MBA. You're saying you want to move to finance depends on what you mean by finance. So an MBA is going to give you a very simple overview, in essence, of finance, Um, at a managerial level perhaps but maybe not even fully practical practical enough. So if you're going into general management route, you want to become a CEO you want to run your own business, that sort of thing Uh, why would you jump into finance? You don't want to become a CFO, do you? No. You want to be a CEO? Do you just, yeah, if you want to be a CEO and you've got an engineering degree, I would look at the industry you're in. If you're bright and you have a supporting partner or whatever you can do an MBA, go for it and maybe depending on the industry you're in, you might want an MBA that has a strong financial slant to it, Uh, maybe one with a strong marketing slant, one with a strong whatever, the industry that you're in. Two comments.
0: I think um, a career is a journey and I think um, that's what's important. And an MBA would always be a step in a journey. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of people that do an MBA do, is they think that this is the final step. You know, you're not gonna get taught leadership when you complete your MBA. You have gotta have that path, so as, as Gareth asked, what is the path that you're looking at doing? You must be very clear on that path that you're, willing, you're wanting to take and where you want to go. And there's many steps. There's many angles to it. And the MBA is a great foundation, but it's a foundation. There are other ways you can move. You coaching, mentorship, um, aligning yourself with the right people are fantastic ways of actually getting leadership.
2: And then, honestly, you can be a really bright person and get very good marks for your MBA. Uh, I, I've worked one-on-one with many, many... I've worked one-on-one with individuals who were number one in the MBA class, and they are just useless leaders, <laughs> honestly. And, and then you work with someone who just have, the, the, they're inspirational, they're good with people, they're passionate about the industry, passionate about their job, passionate about creating movement, about performing, and they're much more valuable to the organization. So be, be careful of the, the intellectual trap or the academic trap of the MBA. It's a foundation, but it's not gonna make you the CEO.
1: These are the right people to be talking to. I really wish I could splash your CV on screen and yours as well, Mark, because you would understand then what perspective you're getting here first question is what is the difference between an MBA and an MBL and the one that is connected to that is I have an engineering background. I, I'm an industrial engineer and upon asking my lecturer as to is it necessary to do an MBA he said no. Basically what we do or what we did at school is equivalent to an MBA even and interacting with this lady doing an MBL there are certain subjects that do align in terms of they do financial management and also things that I have already done. So my question is There is there such thing as an equivalent
2: degree to or equivalent qualification to an MBA? I'll try and answer some of that, if I may. MBL is, I think, clinically said and maybe cynically said, a repositioning of an MBA. All right, And, and they, they thought it would be right to do that. <laughs> I think they made a mistake because the MBA brand is so strong. Then I think they did try and involve it into a little bit more leadership. But again, I have sat one-on-one with a top MBL student. When I shared with him leadership principles about creating movement, he said, never ever did we touch on any of this. I can't believe that this never crossed my path. So again, I think an MBL is is just longer, more stress, um, (laughs) more pressure, and then you end up with something that is pretty much an equivalent of an MBA with maybe a little bit more academic focus on leadership. If you say equivalent of an MBA, I think MBA kind of owns that space very much. I, I don't know that there's a... Then you just have specialist master's degree in this or master's... I don't know that there's... You do get a a, a, a master's degree in leadership at the University of Johannesburg, for example. I think they're one of the few, if not the only, who do that. So it's literally a master's and a thesis on leadership and something in leadership, which I think is pretty awesome. You don't get much of that.
0: Mark, what's your your Uh, take? So leadership is taught in action. And I think that's, that's the, the, the difficult part. There are certain attributes that leaders have, and there's certain attributes that can be taught. I would suggest to many people, if you are looking to become a leader, I would suggest doing psychometric tests. I know it sounds horrible, and I know it sounds twee, but it will give you a very good indication of where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. And that's actually a good foundation or a basis for you to make decisions on which, which path you would like to take.
1: No, I like that. I like that a lot. And by the way, the, the best career departments in the biggest companies will force you to do psychometric tests anyway, so you may as well do it now and start focusing on some core areas. Okay, one more question.
0: The reason why I want to do my MBA is because I want to venture into entrepreneurship. And for me, I've always had that idea that someone will always trust me with funding if I've got an MBA. Do you think that's a good reason to do it?
2: Life is so much about perception. So you might have some funders who would view you as more credible and more trusting when you have good academic credentials, yeah. Unless you have a different reputation and a different partner who then covers for that and you're the, the doer and the practical person and so on. So so yeah, I mean, having a chartered accountant next to you, perhaps that sort of thing could, could help even more, but the, the world of perception is strong and that's where MBA has been so damn good. It's just, it's, it's marketed that brand so well but please it 's overmarketed, it's overpriced, over it 's over everything, and uh, don 't overestimate an MBA.
0: I agree one hundred percent. So the things that are required for you to be a good entrepreneur, tenacity, the ability to sell, thick skin, those type of things you're not going to learn in an MBA. Um, the, the reason why you want to do the MBA for the, the badge that will allow you to walk through the door and get credibility, once again, is that the right reason for doing it? It's a very, very expensive reason for doing it. Align yourself with the right people and you'll probably you'll probably get further. I think it's quite clear where we where we sit. I think an MBA is expensive, it's time consuming, it takes a lot of effort and you really need to understand why you want to do it in order to do it. I'm not saying that it doesn't have any merit, but it really has you really have to understand why you want to do it in order for it, for you to do it. I think there are other paths to get Uh, um, to where you want to be, I think you should explore as many paths as possible. Do not believe the marketing hype.
1: The bottom line is this, that each of you is an individual and you are on an individual path and so you must make individual decisions. We're asking more questions and we're getting you to ask more questions. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for a little bit of a a rebuttal. That was nice. I like that. Nice angle. We really appreciate it. If you do want to listen to this conversation again because you've forgotten something, go to cliffcentral.com. You'll find it there. Thank you very much. Please, a round of applause to our panelists um, for some good insights. Thank you.
0: This future CEO's conversation is brought to you by Careers24. Careers24 Careers24.com. Get a career you can be proud of.
1: Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com